0: Welcome to NFL MAO. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. I'm back from Vegas, baby. Back from the the bright lights of Las Vegas. Um, bright
1: lights in the big I have,
0: city. I have a lot to say about that low scoring affair once we get there but i'm ready to how you how are you we i feel like people need to know that we just talked for like an hour about we've literally
1: (laughs) just been talking as friends do um i'm doing great football wise i don't think i could be in a better spot as a bears fan and the bears are going to be third on the list of recaps so i'm going to give you my full take on that as like a state of the bears yeah (laughs) dude that shit is so funny um (laughs) so okay so if anybody has seen the movie funny things uh no it's this wait, is funny end. people well shit yeah this is the end another Apatow film right when the rapture starts happening and there's like a gigantic chasm that opens up in front of uh the house that they're all staying in The um what's the do you know the guy's name dave Crumholtz. yeah dave Crumholtz is falling and he's trying to get someone to pull him up and he goes I'm going to give you all of my weight. Can you pull me up? So I parlayed that joke into Luke and I playing in the Connected franchise because he gives me shit because I, you know, I put up the points. I can score with the best of them. And I kept saying anytime I was about to, like, go for a big shot, I'm like, I am going to give you my full weight. Are you sure you can handle it? All right. But I'm going to give you a State of the Bears uh, fan base and franchise.
0: And have you pull me up, you hear?
1: But first, I want to recap the Thursday night game from last week. Patriots versus the Steelers. And this plays into the Bears because Bears fans are keenly watching the Panthers' number one pick odds with them being 1-11, maybe 1-12 right now, I can't remember. Yeah, 1-12 now. All of the cluster of really crappy teams who have only a few wins, all the Bears fans are hoping that they win to put them further away From the Panthers to further solidify the number one pick. One of those teams was the Patriots, and they were perceived to be the biggest threat to steal that first pick because it didn't look like they were going to win a game. They'd only won two games up to this point coming into the Thursday night game. They're going against a Steelers team who had been doing okay, but their starting quarterback was out. So they had to start Mitch Trubisky. And I said it on the podcast last week I said, Look, Mitch. Lovey won us that game and got us the first pick last year. Pull one for the team. Drop, drop Take an L for us. And you know right. what? He did. Patriots win 21-18. to Bailey Zappi had a good game. He had 240 yards and three touchdowns. Um, my man. Zeke-
0: 21 nothing in the first quarter like did he throw three touchdowns in the first quarter like has no, done? he it was
1: 21 nothing it, it was it was 21 to 10 in the first half he scored seven points in the first quarter
0: okay well regardless what page what 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 patriots team this or what patriots team is this like that can put up yeah. 21
1: points in a game
0: like, and i don't know crazy
1: i don't know how much of it is just like i don't know if you noticed Getting this zapped on yeah, there's there's something to be said about switching quarterbacks and having to adjust to that new quarterback without having all the film on him, but Luke, have you noticed this year all of the primetime games that look like bangers end up being snoozers and all of the shitty games end up being not like an unexpected result that's intriguing at least, and we saw that yesterday in the doubleheader.
0: I I will not I I don't know about all, but I will say there is a trend for sure. Um and and it's it's honestly so wonderfully surprising when these games are are forced upon us and they actually end up being really, really fun to watch. Like, if you would have told me, I mean, we'll get to it, but if you would have told me I was going to be as excited over Tommy DeVito and the Giants last night oh this gosh. late in the season. The Giants were like, I couldn't even imagine watching a Giants game. I couldn't even Did imagine. Did you see Like, it's been the worst agents? football I've ever seen. Of course, I saw it all. <laughs> I saw all these fuckers. They're beautiful. I love them. I want to kiss them too. Ugh. Like, this is fun. This is what it's all about. Like, um, and I hope the trend keeps up. I feel like I feel like I love this stuff. Go ahead. I I, I do love too. I love this stuff. I love old stuff. I love only I, come I, if you like
1: that stuff. I see the one percent playoff odds for the Bears. I see wildly in in wild ways. I see the potential of a playoff run. Right. <clears throat> Here's the thing. A couple things to say about this Patriot or the Patriots Steelers game that I noticed. There was a play where, if if I'm not mistaken, it was this Steelers game where T.J. Watt suffered what I believe to be a concussion, went out, put on a tinted visor, which, like, troubled me because I'm like, is he having difficulty with the bright lights? Why are they letting him go back in? And then afterwards they came out and said he had a concussion, like, after the game. If I'm not mistaken, I'm almost positive that happened. Um, But it's been been a week since I've, like, reviewed that. But a couple other takeaways – mitch had a terrible game and more Mm -hmm. than that pickens was a nightmare in that game he was pouting he was not running routes he was not blocking he was throwing tantrums on the sideline lackadaisical effort i don't know what it is with steeler diva wide receivers it seems that every single one goes that course um these are the things that i talked about in the conversation of did the bears miss by not drafting him in the second round of his draft class, because he's an unbelievably ungodly talent, but dude, he's a nightmare when he's not getting the ball consistently. If you don't feed him targets, he's going to literally bring all the attention to himself. And he's shown it's just that this so, year.
0: And, and, and it's just so anti steeler like in terms of what that franchise is and what they're all about. Tomlin doesn't fuck around like that. I, Tomlin I, I, called he, him out. He, Either it'll get fixed, or he won't be on the Steelers anymore. Um, but they got bigger problems because they need a quarterback and they don't have yeah. one.
1: And they're honestly lucky to be at seven and six. Um, that whole division is knotted up. There are multiple divisions that are knotted up right now, and we'll get to that. If yeah, you don't Steelers, mind, are, wha-
0: Steelers are cooking on a cooking meals on a heated argument, like <laughs> fucking.
1: That's, while, I, while I break down this Bucks-Falcons game, will you pull up division standings? Because I know AFC North and NFC South are both, like, knotted, and I'm going to want to get to that. So the Let's NFC South them. matchup buccaneers falcons buccaneers win this game 29 to 25 this is if i'm not mistaken what i thought would happen i thought this was a game that could go either way but i thought this was one of those games where the buccaneers with their veterans knowing that they have a shot in this crappy division we're going to take it over the top and you know they get a game-winning drive at the end and drake london had some good plays ritter had like 350 all around solid performance um Mimi me at the London. For yeah, for the good players on those teams. I don't have too much more to say about this game because it was in the noon slate while I was, you know, eyes all eyes on the Bears. But if you had anything for the Buccaneers Falcons, say it now or forever hold your peace.
0: Um not too much. <laughs> Ugly That's football. Fair. I was Ugly getting f- hammered on Sunday at like nine AM. Um so at about this time, uh, Luke lot was texting my, us
1: about going to the stadium.
0: Uh, like a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on that day is going to be a blur, um, but uh, it was a happy blur.
1: Understandable. I mean, we all get it. If you have to, if you have to suffer through, and I say suffer through a three to nothing victory.
0: I just don't drink the way I used to in terms of like <laughs> how we could how we could like do this and just like vibe all day it's just hard like marissa let me stay in her house and she left like a bottle of tito's for us and i I was drinking like tito's and fresca to like start the day which is like all you have to start clear it it heated me up i was like oh my lord like i haven't drank vodka in literal years it was making my like make it it, i had chills they were multiplying and shit it was phenomenal but that that set me off on a course it was quite a course so
1: Luke was um, off that shit that was having him capturing command posts at 3 a.m. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. I'm
0: on that good cushion alcohol.
1: I need to talk about this Bears Lions game, Luke. Bears not Lions. To...
0: Stop that hating. Little Aiden got that fire. These guys not... love him like Satan, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not to be a jerk, but I have been absolutely murderous in my predictions and my picks lately. Yeah. And what's, I, the, I...
0: what's the score?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm. A, I, I hit all three last week that we split, and I'm up nine in aggregate. And perfect. And we're on week fifteen, so
0: perfect.
1: And you know um, I'm gonna fucking. You know I'm gonna be smart about who the who the Minnesota Vikings play. You know I know you're not gonna take shots against the Vikings, so why would I? Why would I not I'm just have that shots would be a against push? the
0: Vikings this year?
1: Like what against the Chiefs once? That's a good point. I don't remember another. Yeah, I always weigh only. that because it's different because they have a better shot of winning games than the Bears do. So, of yes. course, I'm going to pick against the Bears. Anywho, I had the Lions losing to the Bears in this game, and that's exactly what happened. Sweet
0: little asses beat. This is funny. Let me just say this, and then you can go. I get yeah. in my Uber uh, to go to Allegiant Stadium, all Buzzy B, Buzzy's Best Award. <laughs> and fucking uh, this Uber driver is, is is in a full-on Barry Sanders throwback, listening to the game, pissed Mitchell as Mitchell and Ness? yeah. Oof! Uh, so uh, just, to let, just I want you to know that you were triggering my Uber driver And he almost wanted to jerk the wheel He's got all these Vikings fans getting in Bears are kicking the Lions ass
1: Pull the trigger Ain't nobody gonna do it for you The Bears beat their ass, dude I'm not scared yes. of the Lions beat I'm not down. scared of them You know why? Because we've dominated them back-to-back games on the, On the line of scrimmage In a way that I didn't think possible with their offensive line like, I just didn't see it happening. Now, I'll give a little bit of a qualifier. They're dealing with some minor injuries. Like, they don't have Aleem McNeil out there who has been a world beater in the middle of their defensive line. I'll give them that. But we control the line of scrimmage. Like, Aiden Hutchinson has had, like, one or two flash plays in between both of these two divisional games we played. And other than that, our... Young tackles are stonewalling him, making him nothing. The play that Justin rolled out to the right to score a touchdown, they tried to run a stunt with Aiden where he goes in, and Darnell Mooney just fucking stonewalls the D-tackle who's supposed to loop, and just, they lose contain. There's nobody there. So I don't know if that's on Aiden Hutchins or yeah, Aiden Hutchinson or the D tackle, there was a play that was vintage Aaron Rodgers where we were clearly, <coughs> clearly not going to snap the ball. It was third and long. I want to say it was like a third and 14 or something. We get the cadence. You can see all the junk motion going on. That's just to distract. Right. You get the, you get the cadence. And then he fucking gets Aiden Hutchinson to jump off sides. Oh, that's phenomenal. Three play, three play. Rips it up the sideline immediately without waiting. And when we watch Justin Fields, all you see is him waiting in the pocket for the guy to be wide open. He didn't wait on this one because he knew it was free. Perfect throw vintage Aaron Rodgers to the end zone touchdown. It was the best play of his Bears career. It wasn't the most talented thing he's ever done but it was the best executed play that's upper level football that's football you just don't see the bears accomplishing and that is a great sign for me and to, to do it and have Aiden Hutchinson jump and then hear Cole Komet talking shit about it in interviews later Cole Komet's like I mean nobody jumps there that's an obvious we're not like, gonna snap everybody does he that. goes yeah, I don't know funny. how he could do that like so All of this, our defense has produced 11 turnovers in the last three games. We are sacking the quarterback, and not just that, we're collapsing the pocket and pressuring. Jalen Johnson looks like one of the best corners in the league right now. There's no way we let him go. He keeps picking the ball off. Um, Montez Sweat is murdering fools. I watched Montez Sweat run straight through Taylor Decker, former Buckeye, multiple times in this game, ripping Goff down with one hand. Our defense is awesome. Like we're a top two defense right now. Really, in in the metrics, especially run defense. Now, looking at this from the big picture view, the macro view, if you will, the Bears are in a draft position where they're likely gonna get the number one pick. And that's because the Panthers are so lost and so bad, and they show that week in and week out, but all the other bad teams are reaching up towards the middle we have a lot of teams with four to seven wins in the nfl almost a, all of the teams have four a to seven lot of parity in a bad way yeah. um and that's mostly to delicious. do with the injuries like you want to hear the division
0: standings when do you want those
1: we'll get to it um you told me to pull here them shortly no just have it up um <laughs> good give just to have it to
0: me just be re- no it's all right it's just um nfc East, the Cowboys are 10 and 3, Eagles are 10 and 3, Giants are 5 and 8, Commanders are 4 and 9. So that's a that's a race between the Cowboys and the Eagles. That'll come up later. They'll both uh, make the playoffs. NFC West, Niners mm-hmm. are 10 and 3 and then it's Rams 6 and 7, Seahawks 6 and 7, they're both in the hunt and then Cardinals at 3 and 10. And we're the both NFC competing North, this against wide middle. O- or, uh, re- debatably wide open NFC North. The 9 and 4 Lions, 7 and 6 Vikings, 6 and 7 Packers, 5 and 8 Bears. Um the Lions have to play the Vikings twice uh, before the year's over, and they just got their ass beat by the Bears. I think that should bode well for the Vikings, even though we're uh, very, very quiet on offense. We beat um, your
1: ass too, to be fair. Packers are in the
0: hunt, and then NFC South: <laughs> Bucks are six and seven, Falcons are six and seven, Saints are six <clears throat> and seven, Panthers, Panthers are one and twelve.
1: Yeah, it's
0: ugly. Yeah,
1: um, so the Vikings, the Packers and the Bears are competing with all of those middle teams of all the NFC divisions to yeah. get that wild card spot. Um I'm not the way the Lions are playing right now, I'm not even so sure they win the division. Like I'm not kidding you. I,
0: I, well, um, here's the thing. I thought they were running away with it, but again, the Vikings do not look promising on offense. But our defense does look really good, and that's two division games that still have to happen on Christmas Eve and then on New Year's. So, that'll be that is going to be a big swing on the division, and it's something to to keep a vested interest. I'm, in.
1: Oh, you know I'm going to be watching. Can you admit the Bears are the hottest NFC North team right now? Sure, they're a doubt. so hot right now; it's crazy. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: I, I think any other any other team in the NFC North is anything but hot. Like pretty. I, Bears have lost uh, – or Lions have lost momentum. Packers are on or off completely, and the Vikings are um, stagnant, stalling, and need some uh, need some consistency.
1: They need a shot in the arm. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about with the big picture view for the Bears, winning that game put them up to 5-8. and eight. So some subsect of the Bears fan base is like, well – Winning games to likely not make the playoffs is just fucking our draft pick. First off, this was always the year where I wanted to come into it rooting against the Panthers, rooting for the Bears no matter what. We looked so bad I was ready to tear down house. Of course, people tend to be reactionary. Do I still think that Matt Eberflus is the CEO leader of men type that's going to lead this team to a super bowl. I'm I don't, but I think he's a good defensive coordinator and I think he has, he has shown that he's turned this team around and they're still playing hard for him, which there's something to be said about that. And to go from one of the worst defenses I've ever seen to a legitimately good defense is crazy. The Bears are playing now like I thought they were going to play coming into the year. We've surpassed our win total from last year. We have four winnable games coming up, and we have a chance, a very small chance, to make the playoffs. And on top of that, all the When you people, say
0: small, it's 1%, correct?
1: Well, no, it's different because the Packers lost. That was before the Packers lost. Copy you. So it's probably in the fives, I'd say. Five to Five. ten. Five um here's the thing though all the people that are bitching about the bears the bears have the worst strength of schedule of all the shitty teams meaning they'll win the tiebreaker of it of all teams that have the same record they will get the higher pick so when the bears went up to five and eight they bumped from the fifth pick to like the eighth or ninth but then tennessee and the giants won and went to five and eight and the bears went right back to where they were at number five so it's Mm -hmm. like All of it was the best case scenario for the weekend. Panthers lost, uh, Patriots win, Giants win, Titans win, Vikings. It would have been good if they lost for our playoff chances, but Green Bay loses. Like that's a huge. All all of it is lining up to be something that'll make me happy as a football fan for once, instead of. Like, I'm in a great, happy place. So that's the whole picture view for the Bears. I will be rooting so hard wearing my Justin Fields jersey for us to win out. Um, We are going to get the number one pick. I have maintained I want to build around Justin. Um, I understand that you may have to take that because you rarely get the opportunity to take a quarterback number one overall. And Caleb Williams is a better prospect coming out of college than Justin was, but that team loves Justin, dude, and he can win games. If you keep building, all right. Brad's blowing up the text right now.
0: I know he's basically just maligning that the Chargers are the worst of our three favorite teams, which is
1: which is crazy. Pretty delicious. We'll get to that. I mean, so a sorry lot. Brad. A lot as was just said about the Bears, so I will move on. The Bengals are somehow surging, winning 34-14 to behind yeah, Jake Browning. Did. Scared. Because you're about to play him. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Saturday, Saturday
0: date with Destiny in, in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, we did not have that one correctly predicted. We both thought it was going to be the Colts, no problem. Chase Brown's been looking really good coming from Illinois. Um, good for him. Good for the Bengals to stay in contention and put them – in a spot where they can compete in that division for the wild card, even without Joe, um, the Browns speaking of same division, the Browns beat the Jags. This was the first game that we split on. Joe Flacco had a vintage, mm. elite even mm. game. Tell me about Flacco I know it. Tell Joe Flacco, Flacco wacko tobacco. Someone superimposed his face over, uh, Kevin O'Connell or no Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> and they look very similar. Him and yeah, Stefanski. That's a
0: good point. Sure. Yeah, they kind of do. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's funny. Uh, Flacco, I, it, it, dude, you know what I want to say about Flacco? I love him. Respect him. So happy he performed well. So happy he's got another opportunity. It's just we, we don't see, and I said this last week, and I said it the week before, it's like the NFL me and Aiden grew up in is is ostensibly dead. Like it does not exist. There are a few, few, few remnants in time. Uh, Rodgers is one. Joe Flacco is one who I believe won the Super Bowl the year after Rodgers won his Super Bowl. Mm. Um and and there's a few others out there that just warm your heart. The rest Stafford, are Stafford, Maybe. Yeah, Stafford's a good point. Stafford's a good one like um but not too too many. No. Um so I really really love it, but the 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 fucking games they have to play with his salary. Do you see every week he gets like bumped back down to yep. practice squad and then elevated so they can pay him less throughout the week because they have so much money tied up in deshaun yeah and they like, they're it's they're like
1: it and is guess what crazy joe flacco at like 38 years old off the street is playing better than your 200 and some million dollar guaranteed qb who's a potential alleged sex offender so like and
0: in the middle of the week technically each week, if I'm to understand this correctly, another team could claim him.
1: That's what people have been saying that's not true because he would have to agree to it.
0: And he said he wouldn't agree. He said that's
1: he like, likes Cleveland. Generally, yes, but he would have to agree to it. And I'm not sure if that's because of like the verbiage in his contracts, because I know usually if it's a young player, you can claim him. I think it might be mm-hmm. because he's a vested veteran, meaning he's, he's, like, he's passed it's his rookie contract. Crazy. Yeah, well, it's yes, wild. Certainly. But I, I believe what you're thinking of, though, is is if you're still on your rookie contract, you can be claimed without your approval. But I think if yeah. you're vested, you he have to. He keeps
0: getting demoted to practice squad and all this stuff. It seems, hey like hey man, you can nab
1: people. It's just crazy. Um, three hundred yards and three touchdowns against the Jags.
0: We'll keep saying it all year. This has been the quarterback apocalypse. Like we're talking. I mean, about dude, Joe Flacco, and how like, is you, Joe? F- what does Joe Flacco's Flacco's it say about the league when he's one Tommy of the like vetoes? And fucking exactly. that's, where, that's where we're at in 2023. We will look back on this year, and it will be a benchmark in weirdness. Like, yeah. one of the weirder fucking years we've ever seen. Debatably weirder football than the COVID year when you look at rosters.
1: Yeah. I mean, the injury factor has been bad. And if we're going to talk about injuries, we can't bring that up without talking about MetLife Field. Um, that's yeah. been the fucking Widowmaker, the Giants and Jets Stadium in New York. So... I mean, I think it says a lot about the state of the current NFL with all of the injuries that Joe Flacco's one of the top-performing quarterbacks of the week. You know what yeah. I mean? Because oh, yeah. Joe Flacco's a nobody to me. I get that you love him and you love this story. I've never really liked Joe Flacco that much.
0: Joe Flacco's playoff numbers and Super Bowl run are fucking historic. I Flawless I watched every game. Historic. I know. Run hall of fame worthy that's what you're that's what you're supposed to do as a pro quarterback and and it's him and like a handful of other people no i get it
1: i've just never been like a joe flacco fan i've never thought he's like you know i eat stats
0: for breakfast you know Mm -hmm. that like i will fuck with a, a an average to above average quarterback
1: if they are winners i think part of it is he's rubbed me the wrong way with how he's handled being a backup in his tenure and thinking that he's the guy and refusing to mentor i mean i get it Pussy. if you're really really good but you're not really really good you've never been very very really really good to me you even crazy. in your playoff run i get think he punk. had
0: one out of my face get the bro dude that out of defense my face.
1: he was good that year sure but like also who did he play in the super bowl the niners
0: who were also very
1: good another miracle run with a good defense
0: okay what about the three playoff wins like lamar has no playoff wins like same team
1: Dude, their defense is nowhere near the Ray Lewis, Ed Reed defense. Well, Clodinata. and Lamar is,
0: is nowhere near the the same level of quarterback. He's much better. So I'm just saying, it's like no, your playoff wins are playoff wins. I don't know.
1: Right? I get it. I get it. I mean, that's we're arguing cir- I s- fuck circular with Flacco, argument, baby. I just haven't been a fan of him. And you Flacco. are. It's fine. I think he had a Flacco. great. Do they play great the Ravens game. again this year? I don't know. Oh, let's look. Yeah, you can look at I'm that. Looking. Let me talk about the Saints-Panthers because the Saints beat the Panthers 28-6, and multiple things happened in this game that I want to talk about. Bryce Young looked horrible. The Panthers' offensive line is one of the worst in the league when I watch, even though they had a first-round pick left tackle who performed well last year in Iki Um The Saints, all, like when they blocked that punt, I thought that they fucking killed that punter. Uh, That was nasty, but the thing I want to talk about the most is the fact that Derek Carr started in this game, even though we thought he might be out, thought it might be Winston, he got the win, he played terribly. And he had his offensive linemen, sh- like, screaming at him as they were running off the field. Talk like, about I- the living
0: shit knocked out of him. Like, he's out with multiple injuries, correct?
1: Yeah, he's bitching about his broken ribs that he never told anybody about, but I've been playing through them. But here's the thing. I said last week on the podcast that I think he lost that locker room and they don't like him and you disagreed. And I think uh, I think it's true. I think that was shown <laughs> on the field. Like, that his having his... and like his teammates like screaming at him. They yeah, they mean, hate him. A, I think a, they hate him. It's a bitter him.
0: situation.
1: I, I, I think he's I, horribly I say, unlikable.
0: Nobody's been able to fill in after Breeze in that and that offense. Nobody's True. been able to 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 fill in and obviously those are big shoes to fill. Actually probably not. He's a short man. They're probably normal size shoes to fill, but metaphorically I and mean, Breeze is a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, Super Bowl champion. Dude, you remember um, the end
1: of his career, which we chronicled on the podcast. You how... called him Skeletor. I did, but how bad he was at the end of his career. Uh, he, yeah. he was like short hop and ten yard passes. Penance
0: for for their bounty gate victory in the NFC championship.
1: Yeah. All I wanna say is I think that Derek Carr lost that locker room with the quickness. Yes, that's true. Um where do you think he goes? He can't stay. I don't think it matters. I don't think he's worth talking about. Like You're crazy. Dude
0: He's playing Derek Carr
1: sucks, man. You think he's out of the league? No. I think he'll be a backup who thinks he's a starter, just like Joe Flacco.
0: you don't think he has a Gino in him?
1: Like where no. be, <laughs> like five years from now? Gino is likable. Gino's super likable. Gino got
0: his jaw broken by his own teammate. Now. No, in as a jet.
1: No, Geno's likable now.
0: Okay, well, on the same
1: You're right, he did get his jaw broken. I need to dive back into that story. That was an incredible story. Look, <laughs> I, I've been leaning way too much into the personality factor, but I do think that gives a different perspective um, yeah. in terms of I don't know if he like was like ever analysis. cut out for
0: the Saints. I don't think he was ever cut out for that fan base. I don't know if he was ever cut out for the Raiders fan base.
1: Luke is going to bring you the historicity of the league. He's going to bring you the storylines and the narratives very astutely, and that's how he's been educated. Um, I'm going to bring you the personality aspects, how I see them. That's, to be fair, like that's how I was educated, so I can't help but see these things. But I do acknowledge, and I am self-critical of the fact that, like, I do lean into that a lot in my assessment of the I league. I mean, it's
0: important. It's a very mental game.
1: Speaking of mental game, Zach Wilson, rebound, 30-6 to mm-hmm. against the Texans. Zach Wilson out there slinging it, but more importantly – uh, CG Stroud smacks the back of his head off the turf just like yeah. Tua did. And he's dealing with the concussion right now. So that's not good for that team. I wish him a speedy recovery. That was a don't much needed back. right. That was a much needed Jets win. If they didn't mm-hmm. like dude, they had to win. I don't think they make the playoffs, but Me either. for that team's sanity and the talent in that locker room. Quinnen Williams was the one that tackled Stroud. He he basically came out and was like, I really Don't I? I feel terrible. I would never try to hurt someone. I hope he's okay. Like I like Quentin Williams, but it's yeah. I mean, I
0: don't think I don't think you obviously he didn't intend to.
1: No, I don't. Um, I'm not trying to imply that. I just thought it was kind of cool that he came out and said something. It's a nice
0: comment to make, but I also think unnecessary personally.
1: I don't think it looked malicious anyway. He just kind of like you know slung him down. So. Ravens versus Rams was actually a good game, thirty-seven to thirty-one. Oh my god! Lamar is incredible, but dude, Matt Stafford made some jaw-dropping throws in this game. Just like the arm angles that he's throwing these, the anticipation that he's throwing, I don't Getting know very fucking points. I don't know very like, many players in the NFL that can do the things offense. that he does with arm talent-wise. There's no. there's maybe two or three that I can he's think of that can do it. Cannon. And it's not just that he can like there's a there's a deep out route he threw to Cooper Cup where he just leans sideways and just flips it like a little floater. And it was like a it looked like a fucking sky high missile like threw it real high and dropped in and he threw it before the wide receiver even got to his break, Mm. let alone broke. You know what I mean, it's actually, and it was perfect. It's frankly
0: crazy he's still balling this hard, like uh, that with the elbow crazy. injury. And, we talked and so much about his injury last year. Injury, yeah. Like I thought he was fucked. Um, and then to take the Ravens, who I think are like Super Bowl contenders,
1: to overtime, uh, yeah,
0: to overtime and and win. Correct? Rams no. won this game. No, they okay. uh,
1: the Ravens. The, so the so the Rams got the ball and they they didn't convert. So they punted, and the punt was returned by the Ravens for a touchdown. That's right. Walk-off punt return. Amazing walk-off. It was so so cool. I was yelling in my living room. I love that. It reminded me of week one, the Jets returning the punt for the walk-off score against the Bills. Um, Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now in the AFC. Sorry, best team in the AFC right now, in my opinion. I think they would walk Miami. I think they'd walk Miami if they played right
0: now. I think any given Sunday, any team can walk Miami,
1: apparently. Yeah, um, I think the two best teams in the NFL are the 49ers and the Ravens.
0: I'm very and scared of the Niners.
1: I'm yeah. not sure if it could be debated like very strongly. And guess um, what?
0: I think the Niners would
1: fuck the Ravens up. And guess what? It's good for the economy. It grows the economy. It hurts nobody.
0: Me talking me all hammered watching <laughs> a 0-0 game at Allegiant Stadium.
1: Just drinking fucking guess like what? 2053 prices for beers like this like it
0: was pretty expensive but good good beers there they had some nice beers
1: Vikings Raiders Vikings come out on top three nothing and what was one of the grosser games I've watched this season Aiden O'Connell had a large farva uh it took it took the Antonio Pierce that current interim head coach pulling his entire team together at the start of the fourth quarter to try to spark something. They also Not that did it at sport. halftime too. Like they were talking. They the came out the early I, and did I, calisthenics. I
0: the, yeah, I watched the the game again, uh, partly because I was hammered, and uh, secondly because I wanted. It's to different watching it there than watching the TV. broadcast. It's yes. so much different. Even though we had fucking phenomenal seats, my mom takes such good care of us. This is the third game in it, uh, third year in a row we've gone to a game as a family. Kept me fed. Uh, Kept a roof away. over my head. Oh boy, did she walked away with three victories so far in all the games we've attended. So good vibes uh one in LA, one in Minnesota, one in Las Vegas. This one was certainly the ugliest I've attended and certainly one of the ugliest in Vikings history. Pass inspection um, just barely. But I want to tell you that uh, this—I am the same guy after that six-nothing Chargers win over the Patriots. Said if I'm a Chargers fan, I eat that 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 win for breakfast, baby. Like I'm num 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 num. So a win is a win, dude. What do you think's gonna happen? Like we're, we our our team is in a weird and Luke, place.
1: It was a must-win. It was a, a must-win must because and, of and the situation what? of the playoff race. You had to win that was,
0: game. I I said the whole week how scared I was of Max Crosby and the pass rush. I was correct.
1: Like yeah. they immediately they got started getting home. They got home. He's terrified. Can like, I, sorry, I'm cutting you off so much. Can I just say something? Darnell Mooney, like dominated him with, with yeah. one arm. Like we that.
0: We line. That, and Brian O'Neill went out. It's for the not even early. that.
1: Like I feel like people aren't talking about Darnell right enough. Like, He's been playing so oh, he good him against.
0: first. I was like, that can't oh,
1: be. Oh, shit, my bad. Darno yeah, Wright no. had a bad shoulder in that game. He that was awesome. before Max Crosby awesome. blew up his knee. He's like Darisaw in a lot of ways. <laughs> I see similarities. Sorry, I'm going to be quiet when you talk.
0: We had O'Neill leave the game early, uh, which is huge for us, uh, losing uh, that piece of our offensive line, especially against Crosby in the pass rush. They were getting to Dobbs early and often. Uh, Dobbs was completely shook. He tried to get it out to JJ a couple times fast but uh, JJ also got hurt very early, um, went into the tent and then went to a hospital for a chest injury. The hit didn't, the hit itself looked okay, but he fell really hard, like on his back.
1: It looked like Um, he took a shot under the rib, uh, the rib protector. It looked like mm -hmm. he got a rib hit. And then they said it was a chest injury. And Mm -hmm. I was like, was it the impact of hitting the ground or was it the impact of getting hit in the side? When I
0: watched it a bunch of times, it looked like, does lower back smack the ground so hard. And as somebody who <laughs> went down on a bird scooter on their back last year and injured their chest, I understand that impact completely. Um, and so I, 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 that sucks. Like the dude has nursed his hamstring, uh, back to health and took all the time in the world to do it. And he should, right. He's, he's one of the best in the league, if not the, but then to come back out and get hurt again sucks. I don't know. If, I don't know what happens. I don't know if we shut him down. I don't know how he feels, um, the Vikings are in a weird spot. It cannot be stressed enough how crazy it is to be at a zero-zero football game going into like the two-minute warning. Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I bet. I, 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 I cannot stress it. What, wait, 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 wait. Were you anxious? Before,
1: like, what? What was the emotion? No, I was drunk. Okay, I but was like completely. Never drunk. mind, then. Because I just feel like. I, I just been, it just
0: felt like great, you know. Who I would was locked have been in? like kind Taylor. of disgusted. Taylor was a locked bit. in, dude. And she was like, she's become such a true blue football Good. fan. Where awesome. Every drive in a game where almost every drive ends in a punt. Every drive, she's like, "Let's do it!" Like it was fucking <laughs> awesome to watch. It was like awesome to behold. They're, the That's Raiders awesome. fans are non-existent, dude. Like, I feel so shitty for the true Raiders fans that were in Oakland to get your franchise taken to Las Vegas, where the whole point. Is for the other team to come and go on vacation and yeah, outweigh you. It's the visit like, game. They predicted fifty four percent Viking fans going into it. It felt like more. It felt like fucking more. Well, like, did
1: you hear on the broadcast? I don't know if they said it in the stadium. They're like, we gotta, we got the loyal Vikings fans starting a skull chant right now. And it, oh, I, we were all I trying said, to get skull. I fans. said Luke is just screaming right now. I guarantee. Oh my God.
0: I mean, and it was crazy just going around town. Like I went to Caesars to place bets. I had people coming up to me. Like uh, you know, we, we obviously everybody's in their gear. Like Vegas was painted purple, and thank God we got that W, an ugly three nothing W after Joseph, uh, finally put one through the uprights. There were times where the Raiders were driving and if not for the grace of God and by God, I mean, Ivan Pace Jr. No, um, no, I don't mean that, but he is fucking awesome. He sealed Uh, it. He sealed it. He sealed it, but he also like, he had like 11 tackles. I believe I think he had a, I think he maybe had a forced fumble. There was definitely a forced fumble that in the game that saved our life in the red zone. And then after our field goal, the Raiders still had a chance to go take care of business. Um, and Ivan Pace Jr. Came through with the game sealing interception and did a fucking backflip in the end zone. Um
1: yeah hey a more, dude! a perfect backflip that. that he landed by the way it was perfect, yeah, you guys did a really well executed keg stand celebration after your fucking offensive coordinator got arrested for a that's D-Y. ugly that's ugly d- did you see Metellus
0: it matters uh,
1: okay, well, semantics Augustine. i think it was d w i yeah i did too driving uh, with intent to crush these bruskies. um yeah, did you see Metellus that. during the celebration no Dude, he, he's off to the side of the stand doing a drunk stagger walk, and it's ah, so well executed. I'm I starting to come Harry around P. on Metellus. I'm oh, telling you. you he's should. very likable. Well, I and hate you know him. He's, he's, a, he's a Michigan do guy. Know, but...
0: Do you know that he's played all 11 positions this yep, year? Yep,
1: I saw the graphic. He's and on top of that, freak. as much as I talk shit about Questy, I've got to give my roses. Locking him in on a tiny little two-year extension for like $4 million a year was a great move. Such a good he's move. He's a baller. He's a baller, Saying, our
0: defense is balling, Flores is a baller, Pace is a baller.
1: Can't say enough about Ryan Pace um, signing cha- uh, not only Montez Sweat, who looks great now, and it ha- has his first double-digit sack season, most of which he got in uh, Washington, but he's had three and a half since he got here. But on top of that, Cole Komet hasn't dropped a pass. He's the only player in the league who's had don't, 60 targets don't, with Don't no do drops. this
0: when I'm talking about Vikings Raiders. Don't do this.
1: Well, How did we okay. get on the Bears again? Because we made two extensions for them, and I was giving Questy uh, some roses. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, "Rampage, Pace did a good job.
0: Yeah, you did great. Go, All go right. Bears. All
1: right. Uh, go ahead. No, you, I deserve it. Tell me it about the fucking ugly, ugly 3 to game. nothing victory, dude. It that was, you had it to had get potential... stupid drunk to handle. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I
0: was, I was really drunk. But I, you know what? I would have gotten stupid drunk either way, because it's really fun to do games that way. But I'll tell you, the memories I walked away with, uh, Kirk having a game like Kirk and JJ having career days against the chargers. When I went a couple years ago, Kirk leading a last sec, a last minute comeback on Thanksgiving night against the Patriots, JJ going off our whole team, high scoring affairs. And then a three, nothing just,
1: yeah. Go with game, two dude. different backup like, quarterbacks. Oh
0: my God. It's like, I'm so hyped and my seats were so fucking good. And the memories I have with my family are irreplaceable. Uh, but the game itself was ugly and I only appreciated it more. I honestly, I did not to say I didn't because truly I had a great time. Like I, I, you could send me to any Vikings game and we could lose and I'd have a great time. I love this shit. Um, it was awesome. It's the only, it's the one place I want to be, but I really appreciated, uh, the viewing experience when I watched it again at home. Like that's, that's how crazy you got to be to watch a three, nothing game twice. Um, but our defense was really, really popping off and it was fun to see on, on TV zoomed in as opposed to being where you are at a game sometimes. So, um, I loved it. I love that we took care of Devonte Adams. I love that we were in Aiden O'Connell's face. I love that this, this, uh, rebooted Raiders team has lost all this fake steam that I felt was fake. Um, smoke cigars after the three nothing lost
1: man <laughs>
0: like uh, uh any it. comments
1: <laughs> any parting comments rather for the dob sanity run yeah
0: it's a bummer uh i think i got the update right before we started recording that he's officially demoted for saturday against the Bengals, and it's nick mullins show and to be honest that nick mullins is not a name that explodes on paper um but to go and watch how when he came off the bench really late in the game and was not afraid to sling the ball, God it felt great and it's if that's what you need that's what you need. Dobbs's vision seems gone. He's ready to run he's our offensive line is not protecting and he he's freaking out is what it looks like. Nick Mullins, I don't think he's the most accurate. I don't think he's elite arm talent, but I think he has insanely good vision. And I think he has a grip on Kevin O'Connell's offense and that's how it's going to work. It, uh, you don't, you have to know what KOC is trying to do in this offense. Mullins has been here for years. He's, He's done it in San starter. Francisco, similar. You know, offense. Uh, the, so it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. And I think that that's going to be the move that Kevin O'Connell thinks is going to squeeze us into the playoffs. We got to roll this way. And I think the team will rally behind him. The only
1: um, worry is that he doesn't bring the threat with his legs. That Dobbs does. no
0: threat with his legs. Dobbs start with his legs was great, but I think, I think sometimes that threat can be a crutch. A hindrance, and it looked like yeah. a crutch in Vegas, crutch. dude. Good like call. it looked bad. It, he looked. He. I'm telling you, it looked like he couldn't see anything. I know. And I watched for Mullins to come out and start just like. Even though Mullins wasn't hitting off the bat, he was throwing, dude, and it felt good that he was like getting rid of the football. And that's all that really needs to happen if our defense is playing the way it's playing. I I mu- I cannot and I will never shake my fist at a shutout by the Vikings defense. A shutout with turnovers, a shutout with a game-winning turnover, and god love them, this is the team that defense most of my life has been pathetic to watch aside from some pass rushing. Like this is this is unprecedented levels of defense for the Vikings and I love it.
1: Yeah, Brian Flores is awesome. Ivan Pace Jr. is awesome. And I got a, I got a little nugget for you, draft insiders, and in, uh, war rooms come April. I get that teams in the NFL want to draft for traits, they want to think that their coaching staff will unlock. You want a non finished product that you can yeah. cater towards. But, dude, it's exciting when you see people who just consistently make plays that are that don't have the intangibles they don't don't have elite length they don't have elite size but they get the get it done like jack sanborn for the bears undrafted at linebacker comes to mind ivan pace of that mold i said in the draft process he's uniquely good at pass rushing give
0: ivan pace rookie of the year like what the fuck it's not because it's gonna be Jalen Carter or some name. Yeah, but, it'll be
1: Jalen Carter probably. But,
0: but I'm telling you, dude, who's come in and played such a such an integral position as a rookie?
1: Exactly. Why? Why when you get to the sixth and seventh round, do you not take shots on guys like this that get the job done consistently? Why do you wait till undrafted to potentially miss out? Like I get that you think they won't ascend when they get to the league, but you just dragged and dropped Ivan pace out of Cincinnati copy paste into fucking Vikings defense. And he's killing it because he's mm-hmm. doing what he did in Beautiful. college. He's Might a playmaker. He's a, making he's a, me,
0: you're making my mouth water,
1: bro. He's a fucking playmaker and he's going to start his whole rookie contract
0: i knew that jersey what are
1: you doing like gms why are you sleeping on guys like that because they don't have the intangibles i don't get it like i I get it backers wearing a 40s
0: number yeah so
1: anywho let's push forward 49ers beat the seahawks in division matchup 28 to 16 uh they ascend to 10 and 3 seahawks now at 6 and 7 firmly in the hunt um I mean dude, the forty ers look great, Debo looked great, McCaffrey looked great, Purdy looked great. I don't have too much to say other than they just dominated him. That was a Drew yeah, Locke no, game. I mean,
0: and and I like Drew Locke and I actually he was he was one of they the, came the They came out quick. They scored get.
1: ten quick. I remember that. They I, were up for a little bit. I wasn't
0: There was not much doubt for me. Like, the Niners are really, really scary with all these weapons. They literally look like they just need somebody under center that is a quarterback, and I hate to say that because I I, I respect Purdy, and I don't ever, ever, ever want to, like... I don't mean to knock him. I know it sounds like a disrespectful... There's no way to put it that sounds respectful, but it just if you look at the NFC title last year, and that's why I say this, if you just have somebody who is listed as a quarterback who knows how to play the position, this team has so many weapons... That yeah. They should be able to. That said, you still have to operate. And that's why I'll always give Purdy his due. You got to do it. Um, he's,
1: like I said last week, he's a timing guy. He's a get the ball out distributor to your fucking playmakers. And let me just say the 49ers' best are better than the best on other teams. So if they're just,
0: clicking. Dude, did you see Brandon Ayuk blocking yeah. downfield?
1: He oh ran 45 yards Lord, to get God. in front of McCaffrey Multiple to, get, blocks. To, to hit a block. Multiple blocks. You've got. It was amazing. You've got two number two overall picks as your fucking pass rushers, and one of the best hubba, defensive hubba. tackles in the league. Hubba, hubba, hubba. You've got arguably the best middle linebacker in the league. You've got great secondary players, like, and that's just the defense. Like, you know Genius what I mean?
0: Fucking offensive mind at head coach. Yeah, so
1: like. I, 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 I like the story of Purdy. What I don't like is when everyone talks about how he should be the MVP. I don't like that He's just because, playing like, one of the to best me, in the NFL. To me, it's comical. Is. Oh, sure, but he is not an elevator. He is a consistency manager guy. He's not meant and to
0: be an elevator.
1: Exactly. He will not win you games on his own. In fact, if you take away a couple pieces that are the ones that are winning the games for them, he looks like shit, which is what he but did earlier it, in the league. But, but, but isn't when it he hard can, if you look at let me just say when he can dump the ball off to McCaffrey and McCaffrey springs it for 80 yards when he can dump the ball off to fucking Debo Samuel and he gets three touchdowns and 200 yards then he's gonna look like the best guy in the league but if you take a couple pieces away he's shown that he is not an elevator of talent he's very much just a distributor and when their best is playing and clicking you can't stop the guy because he sees the field and he's got good timing
0: I think the idea of what an MVP is is so muddled and hard to say. It's such a hard award because it's really a quarterback award. It I've come around that it's Tyreek. It's got to be Tyreek. It does have to He's be Tyreek. He's the most
1: valuable player in the NFL. We, we look look honestly, what happened with Miami. Yeah, get to the him.
0: Dolphins game as fast as we can because that's a good point.
1: <laughs> All right, so speak. that's so funny because, okay, I thought we were on Broncos-Chargers next, but a more important one. Bills-Chiefs we got to talk about it's oh, too please. important i need you to
0: go off on this because i was uh locked in at an actual physical location for a lot of this and had to hear the aftermath uh as i was coming down that evening yeah <laughs> and everything else so i need you to take control why refill this cup
1: yeah they had to since luke can't defend himself while he's up luke was actually recovering in the drunk tank during this game um he he had to get uh the nasal injection of of uh what's that stuff that uh Never mind, I'm not gonna keep going with that. That's just Jesus. <laughs> sorry, okay Bill's chiefs this is the the rematch the uh the rivalry. This is the game where the the overtime rules had to be changed because the coin toss essentially determined it uh because when Pat Mahomes got the ball in overtime he won and it was very unfair to Josh Allen in years past. This is a game that the bills had to win because their their playoff chances were not looking great at the time. They ascend to seven and six after a 20 to 17 win chiefs fall to eight and five. The chiefs don't look very good. In my opinion, part of that is Pat. Part of that is the receivers dropping everything. Part of that is Matt Nagy's offense, but you're starting to see the frustration boiling over at, at the midpoint in the game. Uh, Chris Jones was getting into it with his defensive line coach. Defensive line coach spikes the Windows tablet. And if you've seen the fucking clip on social media, it is so funny. Chris Jones gives him such a fucking look. It puts the oxygen mask back on after a side eye. It's hilarious. But this was a very hard fought game. This was a game where it came down to the last seconds. And at the end of the game, the thing that everyone seems to be talking about which i don't think they should be because it is a non factor to me this it's a, it was a penalty there should be no conversation at the end of the game the chiefs were down to the uh, bills um kadarius tony lines up offsides clearly offsides he's like half a yard forward he's basically head to head with von miller um in that same play that was flagged immediately after the ball was snapped it was flagged immediately And uh, the the wide receiver, Tony, did not check with the sideline official. He didn't check to see if he was aligned, and you hear that from the head coach, Andy Reid, the next day after they had their fucking temper tantrum. But on that play, Pat drops back, he throws a dart to Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field. And as soon as Travis Kelsey gets it and takes a step, he turns and just chucks it all the way across the field to Tony, who's got nobody around him. It was such a fucking headsy, smart play. And he threw it perfectly on the run. Also, I've heard people saying how great of a throw it was on the run. I'm like, as if all of these guys didn't spend their whole youth at McCall, uh, like, school's play yard just throwing the ball back and forth like Don't I did. Don't do with- that.
0: The throw was a fucking dart, and I had a he had a safety jumping right in front of it. This no, even right a split second after the ball, like it was an amazing. No, I'm throw saying by it was an amazing
1: play, but they act like people who are in the NFL haven't spent their entire life just playing catch, Very like fair. running around, like Still a hard throw. It is, but I'm like, bro, of course he can make that throw. He was a college quarterback. Anywho, Kadarius Tony scores on that play, and Kadarius starts celebrating. Um, it looked like Kelsey knew the flag. He's smart. He saw it. Kadarius Tony was offsides. He killed that play. The funny thing is Way that offsides. was, that was ugly offsides. That was not the end of the game. The, the chiefs still had other chances to win it. However, after they lose, you see fucking Pat Mahomes having to be restrained on the sideline from his offensive lineman. When I watched it, it looked like he was yelling at Matt Nagy from the televised broadcast. I, D was saying, what is going on? I said, Look, I honestly think he's like yelling at the referees and having a temper tantrum. And that's what it was. He was bitching and saying that that call should never have been called in a crucial time in the game. You don't call offensive offsides. How could you do that? So he's bitching out and cussing out the, the referees. Then after that, when you go to the handshake, and this is with Josh Allen, who has lost games against Pat. Consistently, you finally get your fucking win that you needed, and the only thing Pat Mahomes has to say to you is "fucking terrible call, dude." Fucking worst call I've ever seen in my life. Offensive pass interference, dude. Worst call I've ever seen. Offsides. At, what did I say? Pass interference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Offensive. Offensive offsides. I'm like, well, you know what you I'm. You know I'm rolling. Sides. Yeah. No, it it's clearly like, a penalty. And then oh God, what is dude. what is Josh Allen supposed to say to that? How is that I mean, good the sportsmanship? On
0: camera. There's a million cameras there and and honestly i to be fair i think it's the honest it really does feel like one of the only times i've ever seen mahomes not be a const, like a, a professional like you know what i mean like i, I mean that and, and i'm not like just like, i've never seen him ever do anything like this especially well, yeah, he gets the his guy way. that i the, the the way that and i compl- and i complimented him a week or two ago when his receiver got yeah in on like fucking crazy And didn't get a call, and he said, hey, let him play. Like I was like, wow, that is a cool fucking thing for this guy to say. So then, this is also the same guy that then does this, and I'm like so confused. So I think it has to be fueled by something else. And I think maybe you're onto something. Because you did not give a shit about a call that you should have gotten that that affected your team negatively a couple weeks ago. An obvious call. But on this one, you threw a crazy unhinged temper tantrum after chris jones is throwing a temper tantrum at his own coach so what's no, going on Co- over chris there? jones
1: wasn't throwing a temper tantrum chris J- it looked like the conversation they had was okay i was going sorry i misunderstood. chris jones was like i'm doing that i'm doing it because uh, the coach yeah. was telling him to do something yeah. and then the coach spikes his thing and chris jones just uh-huh. goes okay i got you i got you and it was also this- he gave him the zestiest look i've ever seen it was so also- funny
0: as annoyed as I am of hearing about Travis Kelsey, I respected
1: I, I don't understand. Travis handled it better than anyone,
0: it, but he handled it very well. Andy Reed, of all people, looked like a fucking idiot too. I'm sorry. Pat yep. looked like an idiot and Andy Reed looked like an idiot. And yep. the referees sounded so cool. They were like, I mean, when you're so off sides you're blocking the view they of kept the football.
1: Saying, <laughs> an egregious penalty. <laughs> It was. Come on, let me me finish my take. You
0: threw a temper tantrum. You You looked unprofessional. You looked looked like like a a petulant,
1: a petulant little kid in a grocery store who didn't get his candy bar.
0: I've seen the greatest quarterback of all time throw bitch fits and look like a petulant child. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just Pat's never done it. These Chiefs have never looked so desperate over a regular season fucking penalty and loss. Like it's it's weird. It's weird, and it starts to make you wonder. Like. What's up? There, I'm like, going to tell you my and take. And this is one of the reasons why no dynasty has the legs that that the Belichick and Brady dynasty has. And they're always going to get compared to them. But it's like, it's just not going to happen. We're in a different era. And I don't think this many personalities and this many top tier, well-paid young athletes are going to be able to keep this going. I mean, like, it's really, it's a point well taken by you. Like, you really are opening my eyes a little.
1: Thank you. What did I say last week about this team in that quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. I said a hundred percent what happened. I predicted that in the whole world saw it. What I've been seeing underlying everything in minor details was literally blown up a hundred percent out of proportion. Pat Mahomes isn't Pat Mahomes without being the beneficiary of questionable calls in his favor, in key playoff moments. You don't have shit to say when Bradbury gets a ticky-tack pass interference, which was pass interference. You don't have shit to say when Logan Wilson on the Bengals gets a pass interference, which wasn't a pass interference. I don't get it, man. You have had nothing but been gifted opportunity. You are the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, but you come into the league when the rules are set up in a way to not only protect you in the pocket, but out of the pocket. So then you get to do all the cool shit you do out of the pocket. You get to sit behind a number one pick, Alex Smith, wait almost a whole year to start. Then you get your shot. And you get to be set up with a good play caller, with a good team, and multiple great talented players around you. And Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. You have been the beneficiary of so much. And then you go out there and you fucking take away what Josh Allen earned and he didn't do anything. And then you go to the fucking press conference and, and you start a bitching. Fan. Yeah. And then you immediately extrapolate and say, like, this has Hall of Fame ramifications for my tight end and I just care about the game man this is no, bigger than it that doesn't. it's like he goes it's no, another it game that we're talking about the referees at the end man no one's talking about the referees except you you are you yeah. made this a thing you were a small small little man at the end of that game and you couldn't handle not having your way and i have seen You're that happening this well let me finish what I think is happening is frustration in that organization and that team is boiling over right now. And now this is a team used to getting their way. This is a team that has had all the attention on them with Taylor Swift, with the Travis Kelsey brothers and Mama Kelsey, with the quarterback documentary Netflix series. All of the spotlight is on them. And it's hard to be a choir boy, a Boy Scout the whole, the whole time. It's hard not to react. But you chose a weird time to react that way. That was a blatant (laughs) penalty that you had to walk it... Like, I don't even think I've heard him say it was a penalty yet. All I heard him say was... I think he apologized today. But did he say it was a penalty? Like, all I've heard him say was, you don't make that call in that moment. So you're saying you don't want them to call a penalty when it doesn't benefit you. Like... Yes, uh, and then now a bunch of eagle-eyed Chiefs fans are trying to screenshot every fucking play. And they're like, "Um, why was some thought wide receiver called offsides? Okay, let's have that conversation. <laughs> like, maybe they should be. Maybe we need to have bigger conversations. Because it's a, it's a fucking penalty. Maybe there's a
0: bigger conversation, but wouldn't you argue? I'm sorry, but couldn't you just as easily argue that somebody offsides in a game-defining moment should be called faster than in another time? Like, I'm just saying, like... Correct and also on the same alignment,
1: Jawan Taylor, their right tackle, was again too far back. He was lined up too far back off the guard, like he has been all year. Like, here's
0: what I'll say, and we can move on because you're right. Like, you know what I mean? It's just that there must be. I predicted this this. must be. Well, but here's what's up. I will. I we have to take football away from it because football wise, Pat's one of the best talents we've ever seen. He's amazing. He is elite. He's the best of the best. Um, And the Chiefs are, you know, in general. Generally, of the last, like, five, six years, the best of the best. A dynasty. Um, a dynasty, for sure. Now, like, seemingly, the heir apparent to Brady and all this. Like, seemingly. Uh, the face of the NFL. But you with quarterback show on Netflix that you see, like, a look into the student's life. And, and you see truly what it's like to be treated as a godlike celebrity. Truly... Yep truly see what it's like to be put up on a pedestal. I work in Hollywood and I see it too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I see people that are people that are just human fucking beings that are revered to a point. And you know what I mean? And like it's just if you are Patrick Mahomes and I I don't want to speak on his character cuz I believe this will be a one-time thing. I really do. But I'm just worried that what the blow up? Yes, the unprofessionalism I believe this will never happen again. I, don't I think actually, it'll ever happen again. I
1: actually agree with you. I don't think he um, will act like that again.
0: But I think it's a good lesson to learn, and that's why I don't want to like fucking rake, like rake him over the coals or whatever. Because I just, think I think he that should be. I think that was egregious. Get, if you're knee jerk, yes, no, that specifically is, but not forever. Like, no. and I don't want to shit on no. his character in general because I just think that there's something to be said about if you are treated. Literally, you are treated as better than the next man. You are. We are. We do this. We treat people like they're better than the next man on this show. Which breeds a sense
1: of entitlement, which is what I was calling out last week. Yes,
0: and it's not something I ever noticed until I saw him completely fucking flip his lid. And now it's something that will be in the back of our minds for a while. But I don't think he'll ever no. I don't think it's unprofessional again.
1: I do think it'll be, a, a like, a pockmark on the season. I don't think it'll be, uh, like, a blemish it's on the career. It's a, you know and, what I mean? And, 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 hey,
0: it's fun. Like, it, it becomes fun to hate a team
1: like the Chiefs. When and they guess what, season. idiot? Travis Kelsey's and... going to the fucking Hall of Fame anyway, so shut up.
0: Yeah, and maybe even, be, like, uh, yeah, we don't have to go there. Um, we'll it was a keep cool moving. play. No, I mean, It dude, was an amazing play. There's so of the much I want to say about it, it. Like
1: It didn't count. I don't know if you're not a Chiefs fan and you and you're looking at it as a fan of other teams how you can't see that this Chiefs team is super unlikable. I don't think I don't get it. Like I don't get how people can like think this is like you have had this team shoved down your throat. Like you think a lot of people You're a when fucking these dynasties hero, Did you like the Patriots? No. You're a foie you're a foie gras goose just having acorns shoved down your throat. <laughs> until you get fattened up on the Chiefs and Taylor Swift,
0: that's I'm what it is.
1: I, I'm, I've been fed well on the Chiefs, and you know what?
0: When the Chiefs are in the spotlight, it—I've never had a problem with it because it usually means I'm getting to watch the best players in the world. Um, and so when I get a Chiefs Bills game, I'm happy as a pig in shit. Uh, I'm sad that it—I'm sad that it comes down to the the theatrics i'm thrilled that it shouldn't have it It, it
1: literally shouldn't have for him to say everyone's like another game that everyone's talking about the referees at the end no no one's talking about the referees you started it now everyone's talking about it you started it your player was offsides end of story Kadarius tony is a an electric talent who sucks He's an electric talent who sucks, and he is directly contributing to losses for every team he's played on. He has a Chase Claypool-like effect. its I'm just being honest. Like They were losing games in the Giants. He lost them the week one game. He lost them this game. He's had bad plays throughout the season. The one good play I ever come back to is his cool putt return last year in the Super Bowl. That was like it. That's all. That's all I got to say. Let's talk about the Broncos Chargers. This was a very tough one for our friend Brad, uh, guest on the pod, um, co-host of me in the in the off-season draft spectacular. Um, we both had the Broncos winning this game going into it, and I think I don't have too much to say about that. The Broncos are ascending. Jonathan Cooper had a really cool play, but the only thing that really needs to be ca- uh, captured here is that Justin Herbert has injured One-fifth of his fingers this year, broken them, fractured them, and now his index finger. He's going to have to get surgery, and he's currently slated for IR. He's done for the season.
0: Yeah, it's a shit sandwich. It's a shit Sunday, a shit cake, and nobody wants it. Um, I think it will be the swan song of Brandon Staley. Um, I think that Herbert's hands have been beaten to shit this year, which is kind of like the last thing how you is want to happen happening? as a quarterback. How is he hitting other players' hands so often? Right? I know, I know. And I think that Herbert has all the talent in the world and I will not write him off, obviously. But the Chargers have like I mean, I don't know, man. They have like literal soul searching to do. Like I don't know, they need to get right with the Lord or something. Like I
1: you had, yeah, you had a shot at a playoff run with the talent on your roster, with all those. Remember the big moves they were making as, like, as long as two years ago, like with bringing in Khalil Mack, bringing in J.C. Jackson. Like they made a bunch of big moves. They hit on some draft picks. Um, a few years back, they didn't necessarily hit on Quentin Johnston this year, but. Well, this was a team not, right? that had to win. They had to win because you just paid Herbert. Now they're so far over the cap next year, they just stri- strictly have to cut players or trade them. So they
0: should have moved on from their head coach last year. Yes, and I like we said, said, it said the whole time. I said it yep. then, I, everybody said it. Like I, I'm not a genius for thinking that. And and I honestly have like it, it, I had respect for them sticking with them, but now respect is gone. Cause it was folly. Like you fucked up. No, I so don't. Now, they, it was folly last year. It was clear. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. it, it, at some point, this is a business. Like I think about, I watch these games and I think about like, these are 50 plus grown men. And then a staff of like, you know, all these grown ass men and they're all playing to eat. And feed their families they're not playing a backyard game like every single thing that happens is so important like and to even it's a miracle to even get a locker room to get along with one another or or to even so many personalities you have to manage it's just crazy um when like it just there's too much at stake to ride with somebody like that and i'm so sorry to attack brandon staley's uh
1: the dude can't coordinate a defense man a nightmare. His it's defense is nightmare. bad. Like, yeah. I was rightly criticizing Eberflus earlier in the year, but he turned our defense a round. And then when he got Montez Sweat, they became a top unit. Like, they have so many good players on the Chargers. And the like last three years, they've had so much talent. And he's consistently fielded a terrible defense. I don't get it. How do you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and have a terrible defense? How? That's
0: a good question.
1: So, I'm sorry, man. Like, to Brad, I'm sorry. Like, this was obviously the year you had to win. Like, your team is going to seriously have to strip it down. And Brad said as much. He said he wants to strip it down to the foundations. But what sucks about that is that means that your quarterback's going to keep getting pummeled the fuck for the next well, couple of years.
0: It's, and who, what's their identity? You can't even say Herbert. They are an identityless team with a good quarterback. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, Great call. It, that's 100% what it is. So.
0: We can move along. LA
1: don't claim them. LA barely claims the Rams. Cowboys beat the Eagles 33 to 13. This was a number one, another one that Luke and I split on. Um cowboys are dangerous and the fucked eagles are the eagles yeah they fucked them up the eagles are That's backsliding.
0: No into the playoff soul like that same as the bills chiefs like we got a really cool playoff preview you want to know something um,
1: even more important the cowboys are undefeated 7-0 at home and there's a chance that they'll compete for the number one seed and if they damn. are playing their games at home um it's gonna be a tough out this year because as much shit as we talked about McCarthy, he seems to be having that team. If you want to talk about identity, he's calling a good offense. That team has an identity because <laughs> he's the offense plays
0: and he's fucking killing it. The
1: offense is playing great, but it's working in conjunction with a great defense, which is also being called well by a great defensive mind. Micah Parsons is insane. Um, C.D. Lamb is insane. Uh, Dak, I it's think just, it's just that we never doubted the defense, though. Correct. like that's why
0: that's I don't mean to discredit them it's more of just like expected when you have Micah I mean Diggs going down was a huge shot but then now you have like Duran Bland, Bland. Bland who's like got how many pick sixes this year and like all this yeah stuff. I, and, and also Vander you lost Vander yep, yeah yeah like I mean like but even still it's like okay yes that that is amazing that they are thriving in spite of that and 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 should be acknowledged but I never expected Dak to be in the MVP conversation ever in his career. Never. The
1: last two years, I was arguably out on Dak Prescott.
0: I was never out on him. I always fought for him to get his money. I always fought for him to have his respect as a starter in this league. And I think he's under a microscope because he plays for the Lakers of the NFL. Uh, but Aiden I,
1: Diggs didn't even know who he was.
0: <laughs> I mean, he thought mean, he was Pat Mahomes. That's
1: I all I needed anybody, to know.
0: I don't think anybody's, I don't think Dak's anybody's favorite quarterback. Unless you're – I don't even know if he's Cowboys.
1: Cowboys fans might like Trey Lance more except uh, for this year. Uh,
0: frankly, so I'm just saying – but I've, I've always kind of not liked that, and I've always really respected what he does. But right now he's excelling, and it cannot be ignored that McCarthy is excelling too. It's really impressive. I, I've never been too impressed with McCarthy, and I've been wrong. Like this is guy won a Super Bowl with the Packers, and I was like, cool, that's what you did in your career, and you're kind of like got this gig because of it. Unfair of me to say.
1: Calling a great offense. His cadence is burning through to my soul, though. Pretty annoying. It's yeah. kind of really annoying.
0: <laughs> it's really annoying. Here we go! Do you know what's so funny, too, is like uh, to hear Dobbs' cadence and then Mullins came in and he just sounded just like... He was just like screaming. <laughs> just like, it was so scary. It's was funny
1: hearing how different quarterbacks cadences yeah. go. All right. That was a great game for the Cowboys. Uh, not looking good for the Eagles who are in a bit of a backslide. Um, Jalen Carter had a cool scoop and six. He's probably going to win defensive rookie, rookie of the year. He's Two very pace. good. He's very good. I hope I honestly, I wish nothing but the best for Jalen Carter. I think if I hope he stays clean off the field, I hope he does. I hope it looks poorly on the – I'm not wishing the worst for him, but I just I just didn't think you could possibly take that guy after what happened in the offseason. Like, as a Bears team, you surely can as an Eagles team, just that's, as a Bears, kinda, like as the Bears. That's kind of the deal. So, yeah. like, I don't – I understand that. I don't want him to have a bad well, career. This is He's a, this incredibly is t- talented. This is a player
0: on one of the best teams in the NFL who was still, like, you know, pretty emotional a week or two ago. Like, on, And, like, who's to say that wouldn't flare up faster on a fucking – Bears team oh yeah it would it would sucks it would so I don't
1: know I'm hoping the best for Jalen Carter he's insanely talented Darnell Wright didn't even know which fucking uh conditioning test to do like I don't think we got to worry about about the old old country boy from the University of Tennessee Darnell Wright. he's a good old country country big strong strong like a fucking ox he's stonewalls people dude all right let's talk about the most exciting night of football That we have had all season.
0: A gorgeous Monday.
1: That was, we were ruining these matchups last week. Yeah. And ruining the the fact that it wasn't a staggered start, which I still think is stupid. I don't know why. And we were talking in the group chat, or maybe private, about how uncanny it was. The timing and scores of these two games at certain points were the exact same.
0: Fucking (laughs) lockstep.
1: It was crazy. It was uncanny, Um, yeah.
0: It was really fun to watch on multi-view with the old YouTube TV. I, that's been my favorite aspect of YouTube, YouTube TV and the NFL's kind of like hand-in-hand thing with them. I, I've really enjoyed that. Um watching them side by side was cool. watching the
1: Titans. Yeah, I'm we're going to talk, talk about that, that one first. Talking Titans okay, first. Yeah. So, Titans so watch beat the-, the Dolphins 28 to 27. This was a Will Levis game where he looked incredible and I'm going to eat crow to this extent I always knew that the dude was reckless and would throw his body into people I watched him reset his broken finger at the University of Kentucky after holding it up to the camera and it was fucking wrenched to the side I never thought that he wasn't full of testosterone and mayonnaise I knew the dude was a badass I knew he had arm talent he looks like you know what he looks like he looks like Jay Cutler on steroids he needs like, – I, I, like
0: – he's just talent, baby, and he's strength, and he's got a lot of uh, confidence, which I really respect him. And, like, he sees DeAndre Hopkins out there, and he thinks what any he logical, throws it to him any every logical rookie, person would do. Especially a like, young rookie. Like, what, I'm going to give it to that do? guy. Throw it the fuck up to DeAndre Hopkins. Like every play. a revelation that's been – it's been beautiful, especially for me who's had him on my fantasy dynasty league for, like, fucking five years, so like Hopkins. So he's, he's really – having a nice little uh talk to me kind of about
1: a really important storyline in this game and that was uh who we think like who you were on, in on quick who i'm coming around on being mvp tyreek hill getting rolled he had he had that hip drop roll tackle that kind of tweaked his ankle he did we see for-
0: tyreek go out after jj went out sucked um I, I mean tyreek is in the mvp conversation rightfully and i think tyreek going out and then like it, like seeing what Tua did without him on the field also poked poked all sorts of holes in Tua's MVP balloon he had such uh, a bad I'm, game I'm sort Tua of had regurgitating that game. take from a lot of people on ESPN uh and it's just true well Tua
1: got um, Tua got um Waddle hurt on a hospital route too like he didn't yeah, get Tyreek yeah, hurt that was just a that was just a hip drop tackle and stuff but yeah. Tua got manhandled by that Really good Titans defensive line. He looked bad. Uh, Tier Tart's good. I love T-R-O. I've been talking about Tier Tart this year. I want the Bears to get him as a free agent. The He's Titans, good.
0: The Titans have been such an enigma to me and Aiden this year. They've been so hot and cold. Um, they looked very hot last night. It was awesome. I like Vrabel a lot. I like Derrick Henry a lot. I really like Hopkins. So it's like there's a lot of players on this team that I give a fuck about. Uh, so anytime you get a primetime win uh, against a team that has so much hype, um is great they and were the, the dolphins, they were the ones like seed the dolphins at the time are, and do, the dolphins are supposed to beat bad teams lose to good teams dolphins just lost to a quote-unquote bad team
1: yeah and they kind of got their asses kicked because if you actually watch that game it was that game and the Giants-Packers, both of the four and eight teams had it in the bag and then fucking let it up at the end of the game. And they looked like they were yeah. bungling it because the Titans were down by 14 points with a little over two minutes left. And I, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, that was like an anomalous victory. So what Vrabel does is he gets out there and they score very quickly. He immediately goes for two. With the understanding that if we go for two now, our next touchdown would be going for the win at best, and at worst, it would be going for two to get the tie. So why not, as we're coming back in this game, be aggressive? So they get the touchdown. Will Levis stumbles, rolls out, hits a guy in the sideline. Two point conversion. Immediately, Amazing throw. Immediately a three and out against Tua. So with the quickness, they get the ball back with over two minutes left. So they still have the two minute warning. This Will Levis looked fucking. You're me excited again. Will Levis like, looked was, fucking no. incredible on the game-winning drive, rolling out, hitting people on the numbers, and there was a game-winning drive from Tommy DeVito that was also really cool. Um, yes, there was. They drive down there and they score and they win that game. They won that game and they won it at the line of scrimmage. And Will Levis won it with his grit. And I have to say, like, I don't think he's an elite player. I don't think he's that great. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. But he has guts. He has arm talent, and he is built purely muscle. That man he's is developable too. He he like, he ate the muscle the triplicator bar.
0: Yeah, he's if you get the right OC and 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 decide that Levis, you're a guy, and don't do the thing that a lot of teams do, and they've even done with Tannehill and Levis. Like, don't don't pull him at all. Let him. No, I wouldn't. He's earned it. He's and really earned it. Yeah. With him and it's great it'd be beautiful i want to talk about the fucking giants now
1: yeah Uh, let me say this giants miraculously win 24 to 22 against the hated packers tell me about it i i feel
0: like i give all these recaps had one win as a starter this year
1: right yeah tommy devito is
0: three and one as a starter an undrafted rookie he might be undefeated um uh i if he's either three and one or three and oh he's on a three game winning streak i'll tell you that um which is unprecedented for an undrafted rookie uh, he might have lost the one he
1: came in on i'm not as i
0: I think he's three and one um and then i think daniel jones was like one and five or like one and eight or something horrible yeah three and Um, one complete shot in the arm to this team uh a guy you know all of a sudden they understand that they have Saquon and like he's one of the best
1: in the business and let's keep feeding him all of a sudden like instant you know, like, offense Saquon Barkley is offense time. I've been saying he this gallops. for fucking years you and cannot even, count any team that starts Saquon Barkley you can't count them out because he can win a game for you he can he's that good the Packers in my opinion
0: blow this one like they, they're supposed to win this by a lot and also they're supposed to be making their case for we're going to be the wild card team out of the NFC North so it's so statement uh it's a statement loss um but at the same time I don't want to do that when you look at Tommy DeVito that's a statement win Saquon Barkley coughed up the fucking football late in the game um and, and like the team was able to like Oh, we just got to get him into field goal range by a little. Tommy DeVito's like, I'll get you in field goal range by a lot. Like, this dude, (laughs) fucking game winning drive, come from behind victory, family, family, fucking double cheat kissing in the fucking stands. Like, agent, agent dressed as like a fucking dude, Al Capone (laughs) Party City costume. That's a stand,
1: that's a stanza fedora. Those are expensive.
0: Yeah, they're stanzas. They're nice.
1: I got plastic Um,
0: meatballs. No, it's beautiful. I love it and embrace it. Like they they were asking him about it afterwards and they're like, did you see it? And he's like, no, it's good for business. Like, uh, like fucking, I'm like, this is beautiful. Embrace it. Have fun. Do you know how many people at the Vikings game came from to Las Vegas wearing astronaut helmets for a dude who's played four games for us? Like, embrace this fucking moment and and have a good time dude like especially in this market where you've you're winning fucking football games for the giants you're the best quarterback in new york right now idiot (laughs) i don't know why i called you an idiot i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um nobody come after me um i love this guy i love tommy devito i love i love everything about it and i love seeing the giants win and i love seeing the giants beat a
1: team that we hate I was rooting Giants so hard, and I said that before the game or early in the game, and then we, you and I quickly were like, Giants are going to win this based on yeah, how they're playing. They got so, hot. I got some things to say about it. So I think that my, my um, assessment of Jordan Love rang true again in this game, and I'm sorry. I know I am tooting my horn a lot. I felt really it's good hard. about the way— I've I've perceived the league in the last few weeks and how it came to fruition this week because I see Jordan Love as a guy who has talent when everything is working around him and his pass protection's holding up he will make plays and when any of that breaks down he will look comically bad sometimes now sometimes he made some plays he looked bad at times he had receiver errors um there was specifically a play where he threw a touchdown and they the touchdown I think should have been called but the wide receiver catches it and then takes like two little baby steps and then it gets punched out. We both thought that should have been a touchdown. Regardless, he throws a dart the next play. Touchdown. It was. And then it's the next play, he throws a beauty, right? I said that to Taylor. I'm like, uh, what's the rule? And
0: let's talk about it real fast in the show because what's the fucking rule? You if, have to survive catch football,
1: the catch quote unquote. You have to make a football move. I, and it's like three my steps. In world,
0: in my head. And I'm obviously I'm wrong because they reviewed it. But it's also, if they've called that a touchdown and reviewed it, they would have kept it as a touchdown, too. So that's why that's a fickle little bitch. But the way I see it is, this dude catches it in the end zone, both feet down, step, step. Pop out. Before yep. it's punched out. Instantly,
1: that's a touchdown. Yeah,
0: I agree. The punch out is just the play's over. Blow the fucking whistle. Again, Like I, I'm, it doesn't I'm, have whatever. any implications
1: because they score the next play on a great it didn't throw. It not matter, but it was pretty
0: fucking weird. The gr- scoring play has implications. Bad. Like Like another i I was I was kind of in shock about it
1: yeah um I think it was dumb I think watching it live it looked like an incomplete watching I don't know no 100%, I thought it I thought 100%. I don't know because I I, I I my first reaction was touchdown but I think live it looked more like an incomplete and then upon Me replay too. I think it looked like a touchdown for sure but another 100%. a couple other things like I think Saquon's fumble is is honestly kind of like super sad and unfortunate because he's only fumbled three times Can't in his entire that. NFL career. Can and, cannot do that. But did you did you see what he was trying to do? No. So he this is to ice the game. Keep in mind he busts it. Busts it to ice the game he gets a fucking sideline he's hitting it for like 45 yards but he's smart and he realizes I can't go out with the guys trying to cut me off so he tried his momentum was going out of bounds he tried to like turn and just like angle himself into the ground and like invite contact and he just turned and tipped over landed bounced and then the ball flipped out when he hit the ground but nobody touched him so, yeah, it man, was a non-contact like, yeah, fumble where nobody touched him down. So, it was just really unfortunate cuz he could have easily gone out, but I know what he was doing. He was trying to be mm-hmm. a headsy player. He was trying to win it for his team. And he I assume mm-hmm. he thought that he would run into a person when he did that, when he dove. Ugly, man. So it was just I, an I, accident. I
0: yeah, I understand that, and that's why He all, almost all lost the, the game the for world. him. Needs to go to Mr. Devito, and also the special teams were so weird in that game. Yeah, and the special teams were fighting a, a, a battle of their own that whole game, which was really man. Fun to watch. We've
1: been talking about bad special teams play for Green Bay for years, years, and their their special teams coordinator is interim Raiders head coach Rich Bisaccia, who we liked as when he was the interim head coach. But I want to talk about Tommy Devito really quick. I saw a funny tweet before the game that like. A lot of sports leagues try as hard as they can to manufacture personalities and stars that are marketable. And the NFL just literally trots out a a, a white Italian guy from Brooklyn and it's an instant sensation. Now, that was the narrative coming in. That's not the narrative, in my opinion, anymore. You cannot just attribute Tommy DeVito to a stereotype anymore because he played a game. He was fucking running. You want to talk about running Uh, as a crutch? He was running to get positive yards. He had an option play, seventy-one rushing yards. He had an option play where he. I didn't think it was him. I thought it was like Taysom Hill carrying it. He was so fast. Now I want to talk about his his parents and his family being at the games and being at the tailgate serving up chicken cutlets. And I want the cutlets. Like, dude, They they look like the most stereotypical awesome. Family. They look like the Italian American archetype. They've got Sopranos twitching box sets sales probably through the roof. I'd buy Soprano stock if I could. Um, Mac
0: sales are through the roof, baby. Mac subscriptions.
1: And I'm allowed to say this because I have Italian lineage. But yes, you can say whatever you want. That agent was calling was calling in threats against the Packers <laughs> players' families. That's what that conversation was on the phone. I know. I know. A, I know a fucking. A tank game when I see one when the Italian uh, mob gets involved. The comments were
0: so funny on on Instagram and stuff. I saw something I need like, three chicken it's parm. Like, it's like yeah, tone. Yeah, the kid knows no more than a five point victory. Like, yeah, like the I'm kid like, knows, knows. I was, like time, dude. <laughs> dude it, it was a
1: great night for Sopranos memes. Inarticulate Italian noises um is oh. one that's often shared. Good for them. Good
0: for everybody. But yeah, I also see that like. I also have seen that there's, like, a lot of, like, legit Italian folks that find this kind of frustrating. And so I don't know because I'm not of any of that lineage.
1: Well, I can say Um, it. Fuck them. You can. Let's have some fun with it. I like it. Um, Wondell Robinson, great game. Saquon Barkley, aside from the fumble, great game. Uh, DeVito played awesome. And down the stretch, he played awesome. On that game-winning drive, he hit a great pass down the field rolling out. And not only did they get them in field goal range, they got them so close that their shitty kicker, Randy Bullock, who had a a terrible record of game-winning kicks, had an easy shot, chip shot. Uh, You better not delete my comments. I'm allowed to say what I say. I'm not. I'm about to rate my picks. Okay.
0: I'm clicking to...
1: That is all I have to say for the week. It was a it was a really interesting week and honestly a very cool Monday night. The good news is Luke, awesome Monday night. since Beautiful we are Monday night we're gearing up for college bowl games. Mm. We don't college necessarily season. have Saturday games to watch as much. Eh, NFL games are now going to be on I Saturdays. Know I, I love I that know we do. All right, let's get into this week's picks. Best time of the fucking year, dude. It seems like the picks have just kind of become a formality at this point because I've just been dragging you behind my truck with a chain. Um, It's rough. I'm just kidding. I get to say that. I lost really badly for two years in a row while we called you Luke Stradamus. Just know that.
0: You're killing it. It's all right. All right. I can take a loss.
1: Chargers at Las Vegas. Luke I'm gonna give this one to Las Vegas now. Now knowing that Justin my Herbert's out, my
0: man, dancing Rick. Are you sure a team that couldn't score any points last week behind a bad quarterback?
1: I think is they're better right? than yeah, bro. This Chargers team fucking sucks. Sorry, they Brad. Do.
0: I got, but guess what? I got the Chargers.
1: I mean, I get it. Or I, I had the Chargers... Really just bad. so you know, I had the Chargers earlier in the game, earlier in the day. But then when I heard that. Um, he was going to be out for sure on IR. I'm like, I think not just the fact that he's not playing, but the fact that he went on IR will absolutely deflate that team. That team East is going to stick baby. No, that team Tommy DeVito, that team knows their quarterbacks out. That team knows their head coaches out. That team is going to pack it in. I think
0: That's, I still think people are playing. These guys are still playing for pride. They only get 16, 17 games. <clears throat> Well, I would like argue,
1: I would argue that a bulk of that team has already been paid. So, what are they playing for? Pride, like I said. I don't think so. They have been playing for pride all year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's keep going.
1: Minnesota at Cincinnati, Luke. Ooh. Uh,
0: let me think for a second.
1: I think I got Nick Mullins. <laughs> that
0: one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure – no, I'm actually – frankly, that that pick makes no sense. I'm down nine and I want to pick my team um, because Browning can put up 30 points and we don't seem to be able to do that, so I'm a little scared. Um, But hopefully we can just go all in on our defense and all – you know, like I said, I really liked Mullen's vision and I think that if he can just find Hawkinson and find um, uh, Osborne and Addison, it'll be okay. Be all right. Be all right. Get us in field goal range. We'll make some of them.
1: I love the optimism and you have to be because you have a shot at the playoffs, just like the bears kind of do. So you got to be Same optimistic. Same record
0: as the Bengals.
1: Yeah. The Vikings have, however, um, I'm actually picking the, the Bengals for different reasons. I just think that I've come to understand that the AFC is far better roster wise than the NFC. I think that's uh, been proven been that way. <clears throat> um, yeah. and I think that that roster's just better than the Vikings roster. So I'm going to take Cincinnati. Um, next we have, we have one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Daniel Hunter's good. He's going to be great for a contender next year on a one-year deal. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. 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 Pittsburgh. at I'm not fucking sorry. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. This one was kind of tough. Cause, um, the Colts sucked last week and Mitch bad teams and they yeah, have not good situation. As we recap for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to take Indianapolis at home though.
0: Yeah, I will too. Just because Pittsburgh really does look bad.
1: And Mitch looked really bad. Like, he yeah. he couldn't hit anything. Okay, Denver. What week is it right now? It's week 15. We got four more weeks, wow. Luke, of regular okay. season football, unless one of us makes the playoffs. Uh, Well, then it wouldn't be regular. All right, Denver at Detroit. Uh, shut up. I'm going to take Detroit in this one on a rebound, though I think that that team is backsliding hard, too. I'm
0: going to take Denver.
1: That's smart. It's a smart.
0: Denver's hot. Smart Denver has loaf. more momentum than they do right now.
1: They do. I just think Lions at home, knowing that they need to stop the skid, will get them over the top. I hope the I hope that the Broncos win, dude. I'm gonna root dude, against dude. Detroit the rest of the year now. Fuck them. I was giving them I was giving them a little bit of my positive vibes because I felt good for Detroit. They they've been a off uh, like much maligned as a franchise. But uh, now that I watch the Bears bully them twice and somehow only win one of them, uh, and knowing that I don't really want them to win the division, I'd rather the Vikings win the division than them. That'd
0: be nice. The ideal.
1: All right. Chicago at Cleveland earlier in the day about to get flacked bro earlier in the day i had cleveland for the same reason as the Bengals. i think that that roster is overall better i think that the last time justin played them he got sacked like nine times and i don't think he's ever been the same that was his first start against jadavian Clowney and miles garrett and he got he just got thrown to the turf so many times um but the recent news that both their right and left tackle are out for season. Jedrick Wills out for season today announced DeWan Jones out for season. Our pass rush has ascended. Our defense is playing well. I don't think Joe Flacco is very good. I think Justin's legs cannot be counted out to to get you enough first yards to get into field goal range and what will be a tight game. So I'm going to take the, the bears.
0: I think you're going to get sacked and flacked
1: okay you were waiting the whole time to say that i love that about you yeah
0: I, I was gonna say that or i was gonna say and you'd be in jail and you'd be in jail
1: <laughs> next we have kansas city chiefs at new england i'm gonna take new england in that one even though zappy uh, you're shitting me wait you have, you have- <laughs> i'm taking the chiefs <laughs> oh
0: my god you really fucking blew my mind no i
1: like, am what? gonna take the chiefs
0: <laughs> me too <laughs> Scary fucker. All right. You're having like a fucking aneurysm.
1: <laughs> you just see my fucking face droop on one side. All right. That's really <laughs> fucked up. Sorry. Atlanta at Carolina. There's no way I'm picking Carolina at all the rest of the year. I got no, Atlanta no, in this you one. Can't. You can't. I also have Atlanta. In Atlanta. They score points. Knows, something Carolina cannot do. They know that they're knotted up in their division. That the, the whole middle of that division, the other three teams, know that they have to win to make the playoffs. So they're going to be highly motivated. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. The battle battle of the the Bays. Uh, I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. I have Tampa Bay in this one. I get it. Houston at Tennessee. Um, I would have picked Houston if Stroud was playing, but since I doubt Stroud is going to play due to a concussion protocol he's in right now, I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm still going to take Houston. Even with Davis Mills? I'm down nine, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's one to take a shot on. I get it. You know the most likely thing that'll happen is we'll fucking split and push. That's what always happens when we pick a bunch of different ones. Um, Giants at New Orleans. I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I truly do think the Giants will win this oh, game. Oh, yeah. Me too.
0: Tommy DeVito and that momentum, momentum is so dope, and the Saints are just fucking clueless.
1: They hate their, t- their quarterback. Washington- everybody hates everybody there. Washington at LA Rams. um I'm gonna take the Rams. Oh, yeah,
0: you can't take the Commanders there.
1: Though they were on a bye week last I have the rams week. so I have the if rams. if that means anything, which it probably doesn't for Not them, to me. San Francisco at Arizona.
0: Oh, San Fran.
1: Yeah, I've also got San Fran. Next we have Dallas at Buffalo. I've got Dallas oh, what in this a one.
0: Fucking bang job. Oh, that's awesome. It's a good oh, game. Oh god. Guess what? This is going to ring out ring true to your statement about the AFC's talent. I think Buffalo wins.
1: That's a good one to pick. I,
0: ev- because every time I pick Dallas, they go and lose. Like it's like a weird inconsistency thing. Um, like I just fit not every time, but I feel like they I think you're, you're clean at the, the beginning of the year when they lost. To the I Cardinals. get all hot and bothered about the fucking Cowboys. And then they'll be like kind of mid. I don't know. I have the, I
1: have the bills. Bills I, are streaking. I, I get it. I think you're clouded by the loss early in the season that they had Dude, to a bad they fuck, team.
0: They fucked me over.
1: Cause they've been putting the boots them. to everybody since.
0: I know. And I waxed about them, but I'm just telling you, I just, I feel like if I pick them, they're going to fucking lose. And so. Well, that's stupid. It's all stupid. I feel like an idiot.
1: No, I get it. Let's uh, keep going. I thought about picking the Bills because I know how motivated they are, but I also think – That's where I'm at. I'm not so sure that they're going to be able to handle Dallas. Um, Baltimore at Jacksonville didn't – Don't
0: say anything weird, Doug McDermott.
1: <laughs> um, inshallah, they will make the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore at Jacksonville. I'm taking Baltimore. Uh, yeah, you got to. And then only – Baltimore only one monday night game philly philly at seattle which i always love games at seattle i think it's a good location i think it's a good I stadium but it uh is. i do think the philly eagles get back on track in this one
0: yeah battle of the birds so let's see we got one two, this week three, i got philly
1: four. we got six different picks this week there we
0: go i'm coming back this
1: week Bro, i'm six I, and oh in your ass if on those you six and oh me that would be so cool I'd be pretty happy. I would with myself. literally just sit in my recliner just stewing all day if you win all yeah, those Yeah, I'd be pretty happy myself, dude. Facts. This has been one of the I think the longest episode of the season. It's pretty long. Hour forty. I'm sorry if I took up all your time, friend.
0: No not at all. This is this is what I live for.
1: Anything else we need to talk about? I feel like there's been some other things happening that I'm forgetting. Some news. Um,
0: I mean, no, I think we've been pretty thorough.
1: All right. It's Gil gonna Burrow. come to me right. It's gonna be come to me right after the episode.
0: Most earlier in the week than normal too. Yeah,
1: we usually do it on a Wednesday. But with- it, I'll say this, man. We're getting to the end of the season. Like it's rapidly approaching. Um, I'm gonna cherish every minute of football I can watch here on out before we Same. before yeah. we hit the dark period where I need to reassess what I'm doing with my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I can't just base my life around scheduling football games to keep me happy. So. I, well, if, if that time. gives you a peek into Nobody the psyche that. That's where I'm at So,
0: no, just kidding Same I find a new
1: show to watch <laughs> <laughs> Like, taken into perspective That could be one of the saddest statements Luke Taylor could say I just got to find a new show to watch.
0: Nah, I got to get back. Like, it's like, oh, you're rewatching The Office again? I'm
1: like, yeah, times are tough. Have you watched The Cursed with uh, Emma Stone and Nathan no, Fielder? Oh, Benny Safdie. Um, it's, no, I've heard it's incredible. It's good. It's trippy. It's that very Nathan Fielder. Safty does a lot of... It. Is it Safty? is it just like his thing with his cinematography where he does a lot of still shot that like, kind of like gets trippy and blends in like how he does with the intro to uncut Gems? I notice he mm. does that a lot. He'll do a lot of still frame and then distort and start to get trippy as a transition.
0: I need to watch it. It's on showtime.
1: Uh, I've been watching it on paramount plus. So I think so. Okay. All right. Cause I think I have that add on. I got like the oh, one year figure. half off like a while back. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Wild week, we're coming up on week fifteen. We Saturday got our-
0: football hits the spot, dude. Yeah, people are doing. I'm like holiday travel kicks off this weekend. I'm out of town again, um, going back to Illinois for a couple weeks, um, and so it'll probably be right before New Year's Eve before I'm back home in LA. But I'll take. I'll try to take the mic on the road and hopefully we see each other in person as as dear friends
1: i hope and if not i'm gonna just have to fucking fly out to la because i work remotely and i could swing mm-hmm. it it's pretty fun but then you gotta feed I have a bed set up me. in front of
0: the tv you could be a fucking like we could lay in there and do our work like willy wonka's grandpa how close
1: shit. are you to a grocery store like could i walk to one mm-hmm. or no
0: I mean, I don't recommend it Just because you gotta walk down a big hill onto Hollywood Boulevard If stuff, I come stay with close. you,
1: I'm gonna have you Take me to the grocery store and I'm literally gonna Cook for you while you're working
0: We'll do a Ralph's pickup order and just drive uh, And have him loaded into I love our that. car I'll cook shepherd's
1: yeah. pie, I'll cook Please. soup And then we'll just sit Please. there just fucking Working Naushin. from home Alright, let's get out of here For NFL NFLMAO, I've been Aiden
0: I've been Luke um, Did you see Aaron Rodgers' dragon tattoo?
1: No, what? Yeah, How unlikable like, is this guy?
0: I wanna I want you to arch your back and look back at me mean like
1: you later on. That's him having.